Welcome to the call. We're going to get started. I have 7 o'clock here on my end. So um, let me first go over the rules a little bit, then we're going to get right to it. We've got a lot of property information sheets to go over tonight. And um, questions, as long as you want to throw them at me here until we run out of time. Our operator's name is Ariel. So in order to get in the queue tonight, you must hit star zero and let Ariel put you in line. And if you hit star zero and you don't get Ariel, it means that you're in here on the wrong code, which means you're not a Gold Club member. Gold Club members are get a different code, and they can speak to me. <coughs> Excuse me. And, and also submit property information sheets. The uh, non-members are in listen-only mode. <coughs> so if you are a non-member, you know what to do about that. Go to ronsgoldclub.com and get uh, registered and become a member. For $59 a month, you get an awful lot of benefits, including the opportunity to sit on this call, and, and um, forms and agreements are all on there, and just hundreds of hours worth of training as well on our membership site. So if you are a member, again, hit star zero, but remember, if you hit it twice, you've taken yourself in and back out. So it might take Ariel a little bit of time to get to you. It depends on whether she is speaking to someone else or not. Um, I am, give me, let me tell you where I'm going to be here in the next month or so. I will be in Chicago, actually, on the 30th, uh, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd of September at the uh, Chicago Quick Start School. And I'll be teaching uh, some here in Jacksonville on the 26th, if you happen to be in that, this area, we'll be for the local RIA group. They're having a trade show, and I'll be speaking at that. And then I'm going to be doing a paper power event here in Jacksonville on October the 8th and the 9th, which is the paper attached to real estate. And uh, we do that once a year. It's, an, it's a great event. If you haven't heard anything about that and you want to know about it, just contact our office. And then I'll be uh, in Seattle doing the uh, quick start in Seattle on the 14th through the 17th. And then I'm speaking all day for the Rich Club of Houston. That's... Uh, the RIA group in Houston on the 24th. They meet on a Saturday, and I'll be speaking on the Saturday there and doing an all-day seminar as well. So that pretty much catches us up on where I'm going to be. Now, if you send in property information sheets today, you know who you are. I've got about 17 of them here, and some of them are good and some of them are not so good, which is, I guess, the purpose of this call is to determine which ones are worthy of chasing and which ones aren't and what to do with the ones if they are worthy of chasing. So I'm going to do that by ordering which you get into the queue. So, Ariel, do we have folks in the queue yet? Yes. Our first question comes from Div. Div, please go ahead. Ron, how are you doing? I am good. Where are you from? Where are you at? I'm from Minneapolis. Okay. I don't have a sheet on you, do I? No, actually, I, I could not fax the sheet because my fax machine wasn't working. But I, I got a quick question. And then right. if you have a minute, I can probably walk you through my So my question is, uh, you know, so uh, for uh, so I'm planning to market. You know, I should have the agreement signed tomorrow, and uh, I'd be marketing a property for lease purchase. Mm -hmm. Now, should I on on websites like Zillow and Trulia, should I list it as for rent property and then mention in the description that we are, you know, they can rent to own? Or well, lease purchase, I, I, or do you do the, the, or do you prefer the other way, which is on these websites, mention it as for sale, and then when people read the details, they can also see that they can lease purchase it. How about we do both? 
put it in the for rent column, but put lease purchase in there, and then put them in put it in the sale column and a column and also put lease purchase in it to put them in both. Oh, okay. So and maybe, okay, maybe just modify the address on the second one. Uh, well, I don't really like putting the address in there. Especially oh, you don't, don't put the address at all? No, I don't put the address in, especially if I don't own the home. You can put the area. You can put the subdivision. Got it, got it. it. But it's not a good idea to put the address in there when you don't own the house and you're, uh, you know somebody else lives in it. I suggest you leave the address out. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, well, I'll, I'll do that, and that's best, actually. Thank you, sir. Uh, so a quick follow-up on that. So... It's a free, uh, you know, the owner, it's paid off, you know, free and clear property. Uh, the the ARV, it's a pretty house, so actually no repairs needed. The ARV is around, I'd say, 650, 660. I mean, you know, depends. We had, we don't have too many comps, but could be, you know, if someone likes it, they might pay 675, otherwise 650. All right. Uh, and then, uh, so the owner is willing to give the property for 625. Okay. Three-year balloon. Right. And wants thirty grand down payment. So you you're going to buy it with owner financing? Yes. All right. Well, get that contract signed up like that, and then get it out there and see what the market will bring. Worst case, you renegotiate the down payment when you find the buyer with more money. Okay. Now in Minneapolis, I'm not sure if you. So this, do you know how many days I should ask for? I mean, it's a six hundred fifty grand you, property. Well, you're not going to close on it uh, yourself, are you? No. Okay. Well, we usually get 90-day terms in our contracts, but your seller needs to know that you're going to go find somebody to put in the house before you close on it. Yes, he knows that. He knows that. I made it very clear. Get 90 days. 90 days? Yeah. Okay. And sh shouldn't I – so I was just not sure if 600K property in Woodbury, in the area that, you know, Minneapolis that we're talking about, if 90 days is too less too, or no, too much. No, it doesn't or... matter. You get 90 days, and then if you uh, both want to extend it thereafter, you can, and hopefully you don't need that long. Got it. Got it. By the sounds of it, if you're going to put it out there on a lease purchase, then you may not need that long. Got it. Got it. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your time. Okay. All right. Ariel, who's next? Okay. Our next question comes from Mike. Mike, please go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, Ron. How you doing? This is Mike Alon up in cold Boston. Boston. Okay. Was it cold up there now? <laughs> not yet, but it's coming, I guess. Uh, um, Ron, I have a new house under contract. It's a, I believe it was appraised at a million dollars or a little over a million. I have it under contract for a lease purchase at the loan balance, which is around eight hundred thousand dollars. Nice. My, my intent is to um, sandwich lease option it and to um, try to get sixty-five hundred dollars a month, which will cover the uh, payment for the owner. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, my question for you is: Do you not recommend flat fee MLSs? Uh, I don't have any problem with flat fee MLSs. Okay. All right. What are you going to put it on the market for? I'm going to advertise the the monthly payment and the purchase price for eight fifty. No, no, no! Do not advertise that monthly payment. That would be okay. a big mistake. That'll kill all your calls because that payment is very high for that house. Okay. So you want to you want to get all the callers in that you can and find out what the most you can get out of them, because you may have to go back to the seller and get them to eat some of that payment for a while. Okay. All right. Um, 
And that's your, so that's your advice, just to go for the 850, try to make the no, spread? No, I mean, there's no reason why you can't get more. than If it's really worth a million, why don't you put it on the market for the full million, $995,000, because you're, you're advertising it with terms. Well, they, they, I reached this owner because they just tried to sell it for 860 on the market uh, for Dash. six months with a realtor. For Dash. Yeah. Then put it out there for 895 but make sure the terms are all over your um, ads. Okay. Any other advice? Uh, yeah. Do not publish the down payment. Do not publish the monthly payment, but do publish the price. Okay. Do what kind of attention you can track. And you can also, uh, is that your racket in the background? I have no idea what that is. Okay. You can also... Um, uh, tell realtors you should put the word out to realtors. Um, uh, have a realtor do an email for you, or go to the board of realtors and tell them that you will um, co-op. You just got to make it clear what the commission is, because it's not going to be six percent of nine nine hundred thousand or whatever your price is. Right, right. I'll put uh, two and a half percent of if they can bring a quali quali quality no, buyer. It ain't about percentages. It's about uh, well, it's, if it is, it's a percentage of the amount of cash they bring to the table for the down payment. Right. Okay. I used to give them 25% of the cash they bring in. Okay. That's good to know. Thank you. I think that's it. Thank you, Ron. All right. That's a good deal. Okay, Ariel. Okay. Our next call comes from Sharon Lee. Sharon Lee, please go ahead. Hey, Sharon. Hey. How you doing? I'm good. What's up? Oh, that's good. Well, I have a, 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 a sort of a wholesaling thing that I'm not sure about. The house is worth um, well, about uh, two thirty, I would say two thirty. And uh, but the guy, it's a free and clear house, but and it's a uh, uh, the guy owes um, there's about thirteen thousand in back tax. Well, the total in back taxes and um, and a lien. Um, I don't care about any of that, Sharon. What's he want? None of that well, now I haven't been able to get what he wants. He's uh, basically there's about sixty-four thousand dollars, including about twenty-five thousand in repairs, of which there's mold, and um, and I'm figuring about he uh, about thirty thousand in rehabbing. Um, so that brings it to ninety-four. And then even if I made, I, I'm just trying to ask if I'm thinking of it right. So no. basically, if you can't tell me what he wants, we have nothing to discuss. How many times have I told you we cannot make an offer until we find out what the seller wants? That's True, but what I wanted to know from want? you, huh? that's right. And I'm not telling him what I'll buy until I get what he wants. But what I'm trying to find out from you since I spoke to him already, but um, he's going to compile a list of of uh what the house needs and what he wants out of it. I told him, bottom line, is I'm not a nonprofit, so um, I'm thinking on a 230 house. Uh, Darren, there's nothing to discuss until we find out what he wants and how. But I don't. It. I guess what I'm saying is I don't know if what he wants is is a reasonable amount, no matter what. So how I'm thinking, long are bottom. going to carry on this conversation. <laughs> There's nothing to discuss until I find that out. And how So he let's say he wanted 114. I'm not Would that be reasonable? This game with you, Sharon. I'm not uh, okay. All we'll right. find out what he wants and come back and then, with the information. 
right. <laughs> okay, thanks, Ron. <laughs> My hands have been slapped. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. All right, Ariel, who's next? Ariel, you there? Hi, yes, I'm here. Our next call comes from Ralph. Ralph, please go ahead. All right, Ralph, where are you at? Hi, Ron. I'm in Charlotte. Hey. Um, hey, and uh just had a quick question. There was a lo- kind of a local guru here, uh, Rhea, in Charlotte, that said that um, it was against North Carolina state law to um, have the – uh, lease tenant pay for um, repairs uh, while they were uh, doing a um, uh, lease. Actually, I was talking about sandwich lease. It is, it is if they're a landlord tenant, but now that you have an option that clearly states that it's a condition of their purchase, then that takes it out of the landlord tenant law and, and uh, negates that. I can't tell okay. you how many students I've got that are passing on the repairs to their students or to their uh, tenants in North Carolina. So okay. whoever told you that hasn't investigated the law very closely. Yeah. Um, well, I was doing. I was talking about doing a uh, sandwich lease uh-huh. and doing the lease option with the um, with mm-hmm. the uh, owner and a lease purchase with the tenant buyer uh-huh. and passing on the repairs to the um, uh-huh. Uh, the tenant buyer, and uh, you say that's against uh, North Carolina state law. I just answered that. So, okay, um, just want to be clear that that's exactly what you're, you're talking about. Okay, well, thank well, you very much. Why don't you go pull up the statues yourself? But uh, honestly, landlord tenant statues don't apply here. So, well, the only way you're ever going to be concern- confirmed is to go get an attorney to check it out for you. But just make darn sure the attorney sees the option agreement that that tells why that this person is paying for these repairs. It's a condition of their purchase. Condition of the purchase. Okay. All righty. Well, thanks for clearing that up. I, I thought that was uh, correct, but I need so, your confirmation. There will never be any short supply of folks who are, will tell you stuff can't be done or it's illegal. <laughs> okay. Thanks a lot, Ron. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. Ariel? Okay, our next call comes from Ron. Ron, please go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, Ron. Ron Carlos from Ron Carlos from San Diego. How are you? I'm good, man. Um, I got a selling question. I have a house um, in inland. It's priced at four fifty nine, um, which is fair, uh, slightly marked up value. I put signs up this weekend, listed it on Postlets, listed it on Craigslist multiple times, and only got three calls. What would you do next to market the house? Did you put pointer signs up? I put signs up with the address on it. Should there be pointer signs instead? Put pointer signs up. Okay. Now, you'll need about 15 of them, Ron, from all different okay. directions. And as I've always okay. said, you'll get three times as many calls from those as you do anything else. Okay. Is, is the house off the beaten path? No, it's right off the main drive, right between two freeways. It's like prime location. I know, but, I mean, there's not a lot of traffic going by your front of your house. There's not. No, it's one block off the main drive. 
Well, that's enough to keep people from seeing it, and that's why the important the pointer signs are so important. Okay, switch to pointer signs and anything else besides yep. postlets. You know, you can always stick it in the MLS. Okay. And let the let the, um, the the realtor world know that it's out there as well. And is it in good shape? Yeah, it's in real good shape. Well, you might find a cash buyer for it. Okay. Do you want a cash buyer? Uh, I want to sell it. I want to get some cash for it, so I'm good either way. Yeah. If they pay me anywhere, I bought it for four hundred five. I've got it listed for four fifty nine. Okay. And I've got three years to cash it out. Well, you you make a lot more money if you don't cash it out right now. I can tell you that. Um, Correct. Uh, there's nothing stopping you from putting it in the MLS yourself on one of the listing services and just let make sure everybody's aware of it. Okay. Do you have a listing service you prefer? I already no. heard you mention 25% of the cash. No, okay. that's, that's your rule. That's what you got to tell them. That's not that's not something you put out for public consumption. That's just what you uh, put in your message. Tell the realtors. Plus, you know, there's uh, you can you can get a um, you can email to realtors. You can get some you can get a realtor to email to realtors and let them know that it's okay. there as well. And also, and then go you ahead. Buyers Sorry. List? Do you have a buyers list? I don't. This is my first house in a new area. Okay. Well, this is how you're going to build that buyer's list, so make sure you capture all those incoming calls that you do get. Okay. And then the house is empty and staged, so is it okay to put the address in or still leave it out? I heard you tell one of the other callers to leave it out. I don't have a problem with it if it's empty. Okay. You can see why I don't want people running by the house when it's occupied. Got it. And then the last question is, if um, for rent, every single person is like, well, what do you want for rent on it? So my well, answer is just, well. Really it's a rent to own. So what's what's the most you can pay for, for, for a home if I put you in it? And um, get the answers from them. I, okay. They're, they're never going to get out of me what I want for rent. They ain't going to live long enough to get that answer out of me. Okay. What's the most you can pay? Perfect. Okay, and I'll get pointer signs instead of the address. I will fix that this weekend. Thank you, sir. All right. Okay, Ariel, who's that? Okay, our next call comes from Keith. Keith, please go ahead. Keith? I'm here, Ron. Hi. I'm in Orlando. Okay, do I have a sheet on you? Yeah. No? yeah. We actually have two of them. All right, let me find them here. I knew I had some from Orlando, and I'm guessing that might be you. Well, I hope I'm the only one. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, purely selfish reason. You think you're going to control Orlando, do you? Yeah, that'd All be right, great. Here you it? are. Okay. <laughs> Let me see what we got here right on the top one. You got a house. By the way, guys, if you're listening, um, we're going to throw some numbers out there, so you might want to write these numbers down or I'm going to be losing you here. Since you don't have the sheet in front of you like I do, your first one's on Seville, and it's a six hundred and fifty thousand dollar asking price. And right. Free and clear. Actually, they declined to say what they owed, uh, but they did say they at least purchased it. Correct. And do you have any idea what it's worth? It's close to that, but I think he's a, he's a little bit high from what I can find in the area. So it's worth about what he's asking, probably. 
It's, yeah, it's, it's close. Further investigation after we find out if we got a reason to or not. But he did say yes to a lease purchase, and that's a 3,000-square-foot, three-bedroom, three-bath house, two-car garage. Looks like it's in a beautiful neighborhood. So, um, Keith, did you have any conversations about what he had to have monthly? Uh, no. Um, I that, That's... I've got some comps that I got down in the bottom left-hand corner. That's what all that scratch is down there. But um, I have not talked with with him yet. I've left messages, and he has not returned the call. All right. Well, when you get on that phone, that's your goal. Right. You know, what's the least that uh, you can take per month? How long of a term can you give me if I lease purchase it from you? Okay. And then um, ultimately you've got to get to whether he wants any money or not because, you know, if he wants a little money, it's probably tolerable, but I'd just as soon he'd take none. So um, you got to get these answers, and once you get the answers, it's just a matter of going out and taking a look at the house and then um, leaving him with a lease purchase agreement because he's probably not going to sign it on the spot, but um, if he's willing to lease purchase, that's a good sign that he's ready to do business. And, by the way, when you get him on the phone, make sure you get the loan amount out of him and the payment. He'll probably give it to you or he wouldn't the VA. That's kind of what I thought, the way the, the, way the notes on this went. Right. Says he's a nice guy. Yeah, so far everybody's been pleasant to talk with. All right. Well, you know what to do on that one. I, you, the good thing about this house is it's a beautiful house. And you probably won't have too much trouble finding somebody to put in it with terms. And what I like about $650,000 houses are those big down payments right. you get from your buyer. Okay, the next yeah. one you got is a million-and-a-half-dollar house. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I'm anxious about. It's owned by It is. They said they would owner finance it. Yes. Okay, you tell me. What are the next questions that I need answers to? What they, how much they want, and what kind of a monthly payment they'll accept. Yep, and then what else? How long they'll let me have it. And what else? Well, you're going to keep doing that until I run out. I don't know. No, no you're <laughs> missing one key ingredient. Do you have my script? Do you have the script to call back free and clear houses? Yeah, yes, I do. Okay. Uh, it's just not, not in front of me. Well, if you read the bottom of that script, it also asks me, I assume you'll sell with nothing down. Oh, right. Yes. And then if they say no, it says, well, then what's the least you could take? Do you understand how important those few questions are going to be? Oh, especially on this one. Well, on all of them. Because right. let's say he says, yeah, I'll take nothing down, and it gives you a reasonable monthly payment. Well, that means you just got yourself one of those killer golden geese properties where you can go out and get you a big down payment and keep it all. Try not to get a speeding ticket on my way to his house. Yeah, well, first you get the answers, and then you go out to his house, and then you leave him a contract once you get these numbers ironed out. But he's either going to want a chunk down and a monthly payment that's probably market price, or he's going to take little or nothing down. Monthly payment. You won't know either of those two answers till you start asking him those questions, and then you'll know whether you got a deal you want to stay in or whether you're going one you guys going to sign up, assign, right. and axe out of it. Got it? I do. So, the question we had with this particular one is I can't find 
so far I can't find comps in the area. This is the biggest, nicest house within probably a mile and a half. Well, that's easy to fix. Get it under contract first, price it to agree upon, and then tell him that I'm going. You're going to go ahead and get it appraised before you go any further, just so we'll all know what we're doing. Okay. Contract first. Right. Okay. I'm about to get cut off here, guys. All right, you done? I'm gonna. I, I, I have a question that came up on another one, which is really what the question I had. Um, I, I've talked with another one who's asking four fifty. He's got a three hundred forty thousand dollar mortgage that he just refinanced last month. So the appraisal on that came back at four fifty. Imagine, um, and everything was going great. He will accept the lease purchase. His wife is a little bit iffy, but I think I can have a conversation with her, and once she understands, he's he's going fine. The last question he asked me is, because he's got $100,000 in equity, you know, what happens if three years from now the market tanks and I'm stuck with a house again that I can't rent? And I couldn't think fast enough to give him a good answer to that. So what, what was your reply to that? Well, that means that the debt will be paid down for three years. Right. And, you know, nobody knows what's going to be like in three years, but the odds are it's going to be worth more, not less. But, uh, you know, frankly, Mr. Seller, if that's something you can't live then and with, then this is probably not the way you want to sell. That's pretty much what I told him. And but, he's um, gonna, you know, what you him. have here now is a burden in the hand, not a burden in the bush that's willing to make the payments and keep the house in good shape. And really all I am is a delayed cash out anyway. I mean, you know, I get paid when we get it cashed out, so I'm going to put somebody in that house and do whatever I can to get them cashed out. Right. Okay. That's no, all that's you can do. That's kind of what I told him. He's meeting with the realtor on Thursday, so he's going to let me know before then which way he wants to go. The $27,000 commission has sure got him anxious to not well, have to go that route. Well, there you go. See, that's yeah, look, I'm going to I'm going to get you full price for your house. You won't have a commission. Right. You just it's got to be a delayed sale. And ultimately, you're going to come out a lot better. And you don't have to have 3 years. No, no, that's just I told that's the most I would need. I can probably go a year, probably two, and, and he's no, okay. No, yeah, no less than two. No. No, that's what I told him. i got to have two. If, if they got credit issues, i got to have two. And that's right. And he was okay with that. So Okay. Well, that's okay. the way to go. Cool. Thank you. All right. All right, Ariel. Okay. Our next call comes from Jackie. Jackie, please go ahead. Hi, Ron. It's Jackie and Cuna, Boise, Idaho. Hey, Jackie. How are you doing? I'm good. Good. Well, I'm back after 10 years, and I actually have a couple properties. Did you get my property sheet? Uh, I don't know. Let me look here, huh? Where you been for 10 years? <laughs> you don't want to know. Doing all kinds of stuff to get through this stupid economy. But anyway, yeah. Um, we, did, we did auto repair. We actually met you 10 years ago in auto repair. Not that you were doing that, but... And we did. We worked with you then, and then everything changed. So, Jackie, I do not have your sheets. Oh, okay. Well, I faxed them late. I oh, actually okay. had to get the mirror to do it. That's why <laughs> but I, I had two years. <laughs> I had two properties here that were just. There's a couple things about them. I just am not sure what to do with. So. Well, give me um, the numbers. Okay. So this first property, she's asking two ninety eight. Okay. What's it worth? It's it's worth about that. Okay. What's she owe? And and she she it's free and clear. 
right. What's your one? Now, now here's the caveat. All right. Go she ahead. She says it's free and clear, but then she came, when, when I talked to her, she said she has a home equity loan for 77000 Uh-huh. And she makes the interest-only payment each month of uh-huh. about 220 That's nice. And it's a 3-2. It's a and um, when I started talking with her about it, she said, oh, she said, yeah, I have to sell that, but you probably would be more interested. You're, I told your assistant that you'd probably be more interested in my other house. And I'm like, what? So she has this other house. So the bottom line is on this property that she's got for sale by owner, she doesn't think she can sell it because of the home equity. And she, she gets it. I'm gonna... With the home equity, either on a lease purchase or on owner financing, either one. So I, I didn't know because I knew it all this well, again. And I well, maybe I can lease option it. You can lease and, option it from her, and that will not trigger to do on sale. The bank can't call a loan due, and that's probably the safest thing for her. Okay. All right. Now this other property, she's had it for she she owns it. She said it's a loan. She's got a she's got All a right. loan on it. What's the R? And um the the R oh you know what? I don't think I pulled that one because it was she wants oh it was two ninety seven. But she has a payment of twelve hundred dollars a month and she's got it rented right now. Uh-huh. So she was trying to get me to combine the two payments, the twelve hundred and the two twenty together to make it uh to pay her that each month so that she could basically move into this other house. But it only rents for the 998 That's the rentometer amount. Well, that doesn't make any difference because if you buy the house from her, you can kick that tenant out of there anyway if you can't turn them into a buyer. Uh-huh. Because it will rent for more than that. And I don't care what rentometer says. $300,000 house is going to rent more than that 1000 bucks a month. Okay. Okay. So... Should I tackle the one that she's got for sale that she wants to... Tackle both of them. Well, that's what I was kind of thinking. As long as she's willing to sell on terms. So the terms would be... No terms, no deal. Right. So so you said go in with a lease option. Yeah, lease option, the first one from her. Get it down to about 275. Tell her you've got to have a little bit of, of spread in it. Okay. And uh, make her a payment on that one. You can make her and easily make her a payment of a thousand dollars a month on that house. Okay. And that then that'll take care of her current negative cash flow. Uh, yeah. And in fact, you ought to make her. Why don't you make her a payment of a thousand dollars a month on both houses? Now okay. she got two grand coming in a month. I'm right. You can okay. use use that to pay out her twelve hundred dollars that she's paying. Okay. Oh, that's okay. Well, that's actually, cool. that'll give her her fifteen hundred because she now she's paying on both liens on both houses. Right. And plus, you're taking over responsibility for all the repairs after the first thirty days. Okay. So you're getting that off her back, and you'll take the one with the tenant in it, just like it is. Okay. And then you go deal with the tenant after the fact. If the tenant doesn't want to buy the house, give them notice to move. Okay. Okay. So the one thing that she was concerned about. Um, was that with the second house that she's because she's rented it for ten years? She thinks she has to live in it for two years for no. tax purposes. She's never going to get she's never going to get that house tax free now. It's too late. She's rented it out, and she can't live in it. She's got a tenant in it. And besides okay. her residence, she's not going to get taxed on anyway. So the only one we're talking about is the rental house, right? It's, right. It's long term capital gains, and there's no way she's going to avoid it. Okay. Okay. 
And she don't even need to worry about it till she gets cashed out. Right. Okay, cool. Oh, oh there, I'm write that down. All right. Okay. All right, so I got one more here. All right, got to hurry. Okay, all right. So the other one, this one is, um, they're asking 389. But they did, she said, I comped it. It comps right around, well, it comps between 350 and 360 on Zillow and RealQuest. And um, so, you know, I just averaged that. I told her, I thought it was a little bit high. She said she'd come down. She asked what I got. I said 350 to 360. She said, well, I'd go to 350 or less. The problem is she doesn't want, they don't want to do a lease. They want out of it. Well, then so, there's nothing to do with it. Okay. That's what I, I thought. Maybe Listen, should I I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell everybody on the telephone. When people want retail price for their house and they want all cash, your conversation is over. Okay. Move on. What about an option? Should Did you hear I what I said? Okay. Retail okay. price, all cash. There's no place for you to make money. Move on. Okay. All that right. simple. It's called pre-screening. Okay. okay. All right? All right. Okay, you know, I got a T-shirt that says you can't make chicken salad out of chicken shit. <laughs> I want you okay. to buy one when you get a chance and hang it up so you can see it. <laughs> All right. It's good to talk to you again, Ron. <laughs> get off my phone. I got a whole lot of people waiting here. All right, thank you. <laughs> okay, see ya. Bye-bye. All righty. Ariel, who we got next? Okay, our next call comes from Arthur. Arthur, please go ahead. Arthur, where are you at? Hey, Ron. I'm from Troy, New York. Okay. Um, this is my first time doing real estate. Um, I'm actually a gold member. I've been a gold member for like three weeks now, so I'm actually mm-hmm. looking to actually okay. looking to, to lease my my first home. I just I just didn't know. Um, is there any forms? I mean, to to start. I mean, all my forms and agreements are on the Gold Club site, Arthur. They're under the resources, and then. They're categorized as to what forms and agreements, uh, what subject they're on. For example, there's a section called terms. Uh, that's where the lease option agreements are, purchase and sale agreements. In fact, the agreements are all right there under that resources and then forms and agreements. Okay, gotcha. Now, now another question. Now, now whenever you, put, you you lease your, your homes, um, you, you said you made like a they made a deposit to you to, to the homes where other, other people are owners. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- wh- why did you get um? get a deposit instead of the owners. Got when it. I lease option a property and put a tenant buyer in there, I always get a multi-thousand dollar non-refundable option deposit from the tenant buyer or they don't get my house. Okay, does it go straight to you? Or that, that goes to me. Goes to you, okay. Now, sometimes the seller wants some money uh, for a deposit as well. Sometimes, most of the time, they don't. On a lease option, I rarely give anybody any uh, money on a lease option, but sometimes we buy them with owner financing and they want some sort of a down payment. Well, I bring, I I put that up at the same time that I collect from my buyer. Okay. Okay. There's, I'm, I'm there's, there's, there's probably 200 hours worth of training on the Gold Club site, Arthur. Okay, because I'm I'm looking to start doing my own house and ASAP. Yeah. I'm, start, I'm looking to do it. So. Okay. As soon as you can, you better get to my Quick Start School. That's the four-day training with me, man. I'll and pound this stuff it? into you. Well, there's one. The, the schedule's on the Gold Club site, and there's one every month somewhere. Okay. All right, sir. All right. Okay, Ariel. Okay, our next call comes from Linda. Linda, please go ahead. Linda from where? Hi, Chicago area. We're in New York. All right. What can I help I you with? I have 
question about a pitfall that we saw. I haven't been to look at it yet. It kind of scares me because it's in an area of 360K homes. But the write-up says it's worth 100K and the buyer will take, uh, seller will take 50K. It just sounds fishy. I don't know. Because I don't, I don't know what it's really worth, and, and you don't either, apparently, but certainly worth checking into. I know I saw pictures of it. Now, they're two years old, but it looks beautiful. Um, and On I'm wondering, what yeah. kind of hidden thing should I look? Well, well Linda, you, you first need to find out what you think it's worth. Go on Zillow. Zillow.com and uh, and see what you think it's worth based on the sales around it. Well, three sixty. If I can believe uh, what I no. If the seller says it's only worth a hundred, it's not worth three sixty. No, there's something wrong, and I can't figure out what. Well, you start by going on Zillow and finding out what it's really worth. Okay. And then maybe the maybe they were saying it's worth a hundred as is. I don't know what kind of shape is in. You haven't given me any of this information, so. Yeah. But I'd start with the R. What's it really worth? In excellent condition. And then I'd find out from the seller what kind of work it needs before okay. I went and looked at it. And so I know, should try to get that before I even invest the time and in going to look. Well, how much time does it take to go on Zillow? Oh, Zillow is <laughs> quick, yeah. Okay. Well, that's your first step. Okay. And then, and then a call to the seller is your second step. I'll do that. Call call a seller and get the facts. Yes, and do it right away. It's a good price if it's real. <laughs> All right. What else can I help you with, then? Uh, that's good. Thank All you, right. Ron. Thank you, Linda. Okay, Ariel. Okay, our next call comes from IK. IK, please go ahead. Okay. Good evening, Ron. This is IK from New Jersey. All right. I don't have any sheets on you, do I? Uh, no, you don't. All right. Uh, What's this, up? This, this is uh, just a general question. I'm I'm brand new to this as well. Uh, but uh, I was just wondering, how would you handle uh, a potential wholesale deal that is uh, uh, that is on the MLS, that's a real estate agent is actually advertising the home? The real estate agent is what? The real estate agent has the home listed. Well, uh, darn near. I mean, in fact, all REOs are listed. Um, this is this is not. I don't. I don't think it's an REO. This is, well, it, it doesn't is, matter if it's on the MLS. Then you have to make an offer to that agent, and they're going to write it up with their agreement. That's the okay, way we so, buy all bank-owned properties. Okay, so you hand you basically handle it the same way you will handle an FSB. Yeah, your deposit's going to be bigger. Probably going to want a thousand-dollar deposit. Okay. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ariel. Okay, our next call comes from Patrick. Patrick, please go ahead. Patrick. Yes, Mr. Ron. I'm here. Yes. Uh, I just Pat- got, Patrick, uh, you're going to have to pick up the telephone. Oh, yes, yes. Sorry, sir. I just got some new FB on my email there. New houses. I don't even know how to access the site. Can you assist me with that? You don't even know to, how to get on the site? 
Yes, I get I get there by the city houses. What do you call them? FBA something. Let me quickly look at it. You mean you got some Fizbos today? Yes, yes, I got that's, them. Nice. Stuff. That's because we just started delivering uh, Fizbo leads to all of our Go Club members again. Okay. Okay. So if you're asking me how to get on a site, you're asking the wrong guy, man. <laughs> email email the office tomorrow, and they'll get back with you on it. But very, uh, very honestly, good. if you're getting them in your inbox, there's nothing to do but open them. And then if, uh, do you have a VA? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. well, then you have to decide which ones you want to send to your VA to call. That's all. A lot of the houses saying they are not available. A lot of houses coming in from Philadelphia are not available. Uh-huh. Why put them on, you know? Find out if you're in your area and if they look like anything you even want to be messing with and then have the VA call them. Okay, okay, okay. Good. Um, another question, Mr. Ron. If I sign up for um, virtual assistance, do I have to get the, um, the mentor program with it as well? No. I don't? No. Just the VA. That's what I wanted to ask you, man. Because I'm also introduced to the um the um the virtual not virtual assistant the mentor program mm-hmm. which is a, which is another cost so I said well, I would oh yeah a mentor program somebody working with you for six months one on one that's got nothing to do with your VA oh. except that your virtual assistant is the one that's going to call all your FISBO leads for you so that you'll have something to work with with your mentor. Okay, Mr. Rand, that's the question I want to have, man. Definitely, yeah. definitely, because uh. I'm, I'm in the process of signing up for the um, the VA. Okay. I started on Friday, but uh, we had a little problem getting through my email. All right. So I tend to have it done tomorrow so I can All start right. getting the leads coming in. Yes, sir. And then you'll have something right. to talk about next month. Oh, good, good, All good. Right. Thanks, okay. Mark. All right. Okay. Uh, Thank good. you. Ariel, how many more we got online right now? Okay. We have about nine in the queue. Okay. Well, don't take any more. Okay. All right. Who's next? Okay. Our next call comes from Ed. Ed, please go ahead. All right, Ed. What's up? Hi, Ron. I'm from Wichita, Kansas again. I have a question for you, though. It's pretty simple. Um, I have a buyer who's interested in one of my houses. He's got 10000 to 12000 to put down on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my problem is, or my challenge is, he is an undocumented alien. Would he ever be able to get financing through a bank to ultimately purchase this house, or am I setting myself up for well, a lifelong, lifelong uh, owner carry? Go ahead. The way we're treating immigrants today, you never know. The government might just write him a check and let him buy it. Who knows? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. I, I don't like, know. What kind of risk am I putting into the situation? I, I, I don't that? think he has to be a documented one to get a loan, but I honestly don't know the answer to that question. You should call a loan agent. Uh, loan processor and ask them that because they change those rules so often. Hard to keep up. With okay. Them. And then That's of course, what the I was question of, then there's the question of well, what if they don't get a loan? So what uh, is is getting that person cashed out the biggest thing on your mind? Not particularly. I I do I purchased the home subject to. Yeah. Therefore, I own the house. Well, although in the process of par- purchasing it, I I. Uh, I didn't tell him I knew how long it was going to take, but I implied that it was going to take, you know, one to five years before uh-huh. I get somebody to cash well, out the house and pay off their loans. So that's why I'm hesitant to just accept a lifelong <laughs> well, 30-year mortgage. Then there's another thing to consider. Not everybody needs a loan, especially some of the some of the immigrants coming into this country. They They tend to come up with cash by 
you know, working their own families or whatever they do. So, you know, just because they, I don't know if they can get a loan or not. So don't take no. it like I, like I know, but, um, you know, like I got a house right now under contract. This person's going to write a check. They don't, they're not going to get a loan. Okay. So then that's not necessarily a, that's what I was worried about is if it was something that was risky as far as legal issues or. No. And then, and then, uh, well, you that kind of thing. an attorney and not your attorney handles that stuff. And, and then oh, yeah. the other thing, maybe this person can come up with a larger chunk of money after you put them in the house, and you can owner finance it for them, which you can certainly do. Well, right now that's all he wants to do is owner finance. He's not going to do it at least with an option. He wants owner finance or not. Well, he ain't going to get any owner financing out of me with ten thousand dollars. What would you ex- expect well, then? Uh, uh, well, what's well, that's ten percent down. Put it that way. What's the hundred? It's a hundred. Basically, it's one hundred nineteen thousand. Is what I'm. Okay. Sales price. Well, I'd say, oh, you put ten thousand dollars down and lease it, and when you pay me in another fifteen, I'll sell it to you with owner financing. So a total of thirty-five. What do you owe on? I mean, total of twenty-five. What do you owe on? Uh, hundred. One hundred. Okay. Well, then you might let him do it when he uh, uh, when he pays you in twenty, huh? Because <laughs> you, you you're gonna you yeah, get more go. out of him than you got in it by equity. <laughs> so. Okay, yeah. I see where you're going with that. That's my yeah. question, though. If the guy pays you in twenty grand, he ought to get owner financing, man. Well, it sounded like it. I just wasn't sure whether it was other issues I need to worry about, but it sounds like it don't matter. No, it, uh, with me. Great. Okay, thank you, All sir. Right. Okay. Bye. Ariel, who's next? Okay, our next call comes from Angie. Angie, please go ahead. Angie, what's up? Hi, good evening, Ron. Uh, I am from Sarasota. I okay. have a rental property. The tenant just left, so I've decided to have it uh, leased to buy. Okay. I have a property manager right now. Once I have uh, turned it into lease to buy, do I need a property manager? I wouldn't know why, Angie. All you <laughs> do is collect the rent. They're taking, they're taking care of the repairs. I don't know why, okay. what there is okay. to manage. Okay. And uh, here's another thing. Uh, when I close, do I need a lawyer? Yes. Yes, okay. Yes. That's another question. And also, I know that they're going to take care of the rent and maintenance. Yes. But for the uh, 30 days, do, am I responsible if anything happens to Well, that's between you and the buyer. Uh, I think it's only fair that you are responsible for all of the systems for the first 30 days, even if okay. they're accepting that responsibility after the 30. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'll do that. I think that's about it. Okay. Oh, uh, and, and also in your uh, the right to assign, do, do they have the right to? You don't know. They don't have the right to assign. You need to get on my Gold Club site now. Okay. And take down the long form per, uh, uh, sweat equity okay. agreement would be my favorite okay. uh, in the forms and get that to your attorney and let your attorney look that over. That's a sweat equity agreement. That's the lease option agreement with a table of contents. Right. I Actually, I, I'm in your um uh, the website right now. I'm looking at the lease agreement. Okay. That's why I'm having all these questions. All right. Okay. Thank you so much, Ron. Okay. Thank you. All right, Ariel. Okay. Our next call comes from Richard. Richard, please go ahead. Yes. How you doing, Ron? This is I'm Richard good. from uh, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, my question is, uh, I, I purchased uh, a while ago the Pretty House Terms cash flow system. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, 
the, the the agreement, my master that I'm using, it's it's an option to purchase agreement, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm kind of uh, changing up everything. I'm um, I'm I'm thinking about doing a wholesale uh, instead of a, a you know a, a lease purchase or a straight up cash buy. Um, and uh, the the R on it is uh, is one ninety nine five. The seller's asking one twenty nine for it. Uh, mail for that uh, I have it uh, seven point uh, seven, which is one thirty nine six five. Uh, I'm trying to profit out of that anywhere Minus between repairs. five to ten. Exactly, exactly. Um, I I I I got him thinking about one twenty four. Uh, I already checked out the repairs. The repairs are estimated about anywhere between five and six thousand. Well, that's not um, much. Yeah, it's not much. Um, it's it's. Can I use can I can I use my option uh, my option no. to purchase? You just need a purchase and sale agreement. Okay, use the purchase and sale. Okay. Yep. Simple purchase right. and sale, and then you flip it to an investor. You can probably get ten grand out of it. Okay. Sounds good. And the purchase and sale uh, that's that's on the uh, on the uh, Go Club. Yeah. If I have it, it's there. You got it, brother. Thank okay. you so much. Have a nice evening, Ron. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, Ariel. Okay, our next call comes from Rodney. Rodney, please go ahead. Rodney. Uh, good evening, Ron. Uh, this is Rodney from uh, Concord, North Carolina, just outside of the Charlotte area. All right. And I have uh, two uh, last-minute uh, uh, property lead sheets. The numbers are pretty small that I had questions on how to proceed. Uh, the first is a small uh, two-bedroom, uh, one-bath home, um, which is, um, How not small? your favorite property, yeah, about under eight eight hundred square feet. Not your favorite property. I I'm telling you, man, you're gonna have a miserable time with it. Right. Um, the young lady's asking. It has no mortgage on it. She's asking uh, thirty one thousand for it. Uh-huh. Um, she's done quite a bit of repairs. Uh, new paint, new carpet. Yeah. What's it worth? Um, uh, uh, um, I, I got this one just a half an hour before the call. She thinks that it will appraise for forty-five thousand. That's what she thinks it'll appraise right. for. Well, obviously um, you're not paying her thirty-one cash. So why are we talking no, about it? No, she she said the least she would take is twenty-nine. But I think we could go even lower than that. Well, I don't know why you're messing with it. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that you're not going to get an investor to buy it. Right. It's a okay. terrible. Rehab, uh, it's a terrible all-cash deal because it's just too right. small. I mean, right. why would I want to? If I qualify for a loan, why would I want to buy that little box when I can go buy right. one of 500 square feet more with the same right. amount of money? Right. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. I was just trying to pre-qualify it, and it was one of my last ones I I, I wouldn't touch like it. A- Okay, excellent. And then my next one here, um, this one's a little better one. I just wanted to see if, if this would be – a seller finance or candidate or a lease option candidate. Um, it, it's a house um, just north of the Charlotte area, mm-hmm. um, over, over 2,000 square feet, all brick, mm-hmm. um, ranch, three What's bedrooms, are? two baths. Um, in between 155 and 165. All right. What do they owe? Uh, they owe 155. Um, so they'll sell asking, for what they owe? Yeah, yeah, they what's will. The, they the were asking. Uh, payment is a thousand. Okay, so what's the question? Mm-hmm. Go get it. So the que- the question is seller finance or no, take it over option? subject to buy it. 
Subject to, okay, subject to. Okay. Right, purchase and sale agreement, write it up, take it over subject to, close with an attorney, okay. they'll deed you the house and walk away, and you own it. Okay, well, we'll be over there on Saturday morning of this week. So. I wouldn't wait. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if okay. one of your competitors finds out about it, you won't have any right. need to go there Saturday morning. Right. Okay. All right. Well, that that's what I needed assistance with, and I really appreciate that. All right. Okay. Thank you, Ron. You're welcome. Okay. Ariel. Okay, our next call comes from Gabriel. Gabriel, please go ahead. Hi, Ron. Um, I'm brand new, and um, I I'm still going through the the, the training on the website. Uh-huh. But, um, I just stumbled into one of this property, and um, I'm interested in taking it up. So I w- I would need really your support. The asking price is one fifty four nine hundred. And um, the comps is like 160. And uh, I have one major challenge here, um, how to get past the the real estate agent. Is the house listed? Yeah. Then you won't buy it. Are you listening? The house is listed, you're not going to buy it. You're not going to get past the real estate agent. Unless the seller is willing to, I mean, if if the seller is, if, uh, it will get them to release the listing. Because Which, this real estate agent, I think, is very very good in the area. The area is a very nice area, and all right, are you listening? Agent, I answered yes, your I question. Am. The real estate agent doesn't want to go away. There's nothing you're going to do with that house, so you're chasing your tail, and you do not talk to the real estate agent. You ask the seller if they think they can get the realtor to release the listing, and they do not have to. They have a legal binding contract. If they choose to, then it's open for you to buy. Okay. Um, but how can I contact the seller directly? Well, so you don't, you've so had no conversation okay. with the seller then? No. Well, then this whole thing is off limits to you. you you're chasing the wrong lead. You sh- you've got to be working with FISBOs in the pretty house business, not listed properties. Sometimes the FISBOs call us, then we can see if they will get the listing released. And then we only want to do that if there's a reason. If I don't have a deal worked out with the seller, then there's certainly no reason for the seller to release the listing, is there? No, you know why I think um, the seller might be interested? Because the agent told me that, the seller is very desperate to get rid of Are you, the property. I'm going to ask you one more time. Are you listening? If you've talked to the realtor, the realtor is not going to go away, and you are not buying this house. Case closed. Pass it. Forget about it. You've already destroyed any chances of getting the realtor to go away by talking to them. So that's all I can tell you on this one, man. Work with FISBOs. We do not work with listed properties. For that reason. And if you buy this house while it's listed and the realtor doesn't know about it, you're going to get sued and you're going to lose because you have no, tortuously no, I, I, interfered with their contract. So no, I was thinking if I could get in contact with the owner, then I would ask I, I can't discuss this with you all night and tell you the same thing over and over again. This house is off limit. That's all I've got to say about it. Ariel, get my next guest on here, please. Okay, our next call comes from Div. Div, please go ahead. Go ahead. 
here on uh, different Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick, uh, so here's my uh, sheet information. So property AARV 650, good condition, no repairs mm-hmm. needed. Mm-hmm. Owner has a 625 mortgage. Oh, that's good. What's the payment? Payment is so, and so here's here's the payment. So right now he has an arm. So right now the payment is really low, 2400 a month. But it will increase in five years. Well, that's fine. Who cares? Be out of it in five years. Right. So now, uh, so quick I, question. You know, I assume he's for what he owes. To give it subject to, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. And by the way, he thinks he has equity of twenty thousand dollars, which I told him once I see the property, we'll see then. Uh, you know, maybe a monthly payment if he's so hell bent. I, I guess I don't know. You know, but no. I would buy the house for what he owes on it, and I would agree to make the monthly payments two or three months after I bought the property, and I'd pay the closing costs, and that's it. And he'll take it. Got it. Now, another quick question. Do you see any risk of the bank calling the loan due no. because they have a low rate right now? No. No? No. Okay. It's not your risk anyway. You're going to close this with an attorney. It's going to be clearly disclosed that they can. He's going to sign a CYA letter, mm-hmm. uh, but they're not going to call a loan due if those payments are made. Okay. So you don't see a risk, even though it's no. an arm at very low rate and bank no. might think, hey, call it due. and The rate is irrelevant. No bank is going to call a loan due just because the rate is low. It's irrelevant. Okay. Bank's got enough houses. Okay. Sounds great. Need any more. And if he doesn't want to buy it subject to, then my next move would be to buy it on a wraparound mortgage. What state are you in? Uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, or a land contract device. Land contract device. Okay. Yeah, see, if you buy it on a land contract, then... Uh, um, and you don't pay, then he can take the house back. If he needs to see you subject to and you don't pay, there's no he don't have any recourse. He can't even take the house back. Got it. Okay. So, no, and that, that's fine. I'm fine yeah. if I don't pay. You got a good one there, though. You get that house for what's owed on it. You, you probably put that thing on the market for six seventy four nine something like that and collect fifty thousand dollars down easy. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. That's my favorite size house right there. Thank you, sir. Okay. All right, Ariel. Okay, our next call comes from Ron. Ron, please go ahead. All right. Where you at, Ron? Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, how are you, man? Uh, I just had a quick question. Um, I got a letter about this pilot program. Mm-hmm. Is this what is this like a mentor? It's mentoring. Program? It's mentoring. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I, tr- I try to contact Mark and uh, uh, he hasn't got back to me yet. So I mean, wh- you- what do I do now? Well, you 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 called Mark and you left him a message. Yeah, uh, the number on the letter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, how long ago? Well, the letter the letter says Patty Smith, but I got the email I think on the tenth, and uh, that was Mark. I got the letter today. Uh, today. Just do one more contact. I contact you. I've heard back from. Them. They'll get back to you. They're just trying to catch up. Okay. All right. Oh yeah, one more question. Hello. Uh huh. Yeah, about about that. There's like a new lead thing, the lead or Fisbo leads. Yes. Are those like scraped from Craigslist? Or, yes, or? they're scraped from uh, websites in general. Uh, Craig just like Craigslist is one of them. Okay. Yeah, because I'm in New York and I got leads from Texas. Yeah. No and extra uh, charge. Okay. All right. Now do something with <laughs> them. Turn them into money. Right. Right. All right. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Okay, Ariel. Okay, at the moment there are no more callers in the queue. Well, now isn't that amazing how that worked out? In fact, we were about two minutes early here, aren't we? Uh, so, 
uh, gosh, I don't know what happened to all my property information sheet people here tonight. What happened to all you guys here? Dr. West sent me a bunch of them. Um, Kwame sent me several. Guys, if you send them, you got to get on the telephone so I can talk to you about them. But um, if you're listening and I didn't get to you tonight, then let me just make a few comments before we close. Uh, starting with Dr. West. Dr. West, you got some two or three good good um, prospects in here. I mean, the ones that say no, there's no sense of even submitting. In fact, let me make it clear to all of our listeners right now, when you get a no on terms, there's no reason to send these things to me. I can't do anything with them, and nor can you. Um, but in Dr. West's case, he's got three yeses out of uh, see, three yeses and seven, uh, four noes here out of seven leads. So uh, averages are pretty good, and two of them are said yes to owner financing. So, Doc, you got to go ask the you know, the questions that are on your scripts there, and, and that is uh, how much uh, down, if any, and how much per month, and uh, what kind of a term we're talking about, and see what you can work up there and follow up because. If that's not done and we don't get a contract on these things, then these beautiful leads are going to go to waste. And you've got some nice-looking leads here. I mean, one for two and a quarter and uh, another one for 170 or so and another one for 192 These are nice price-range houses for you to work in, and they'll give you some substantial down payments if you can get in with little or nothing to the seller. you got, I don't know, 15 20 grand coming from your buyers there. So uh, good quality leads. And uh, Kwame... Same thing. Some of yours are worthless. Some of them you're not. You've got uh, some yeses, and you got some noes. Take the noes and ditch them for now and work on the yeses. If they're owner financing, we need to know the down payment monthly, uh, monthly that they require and how long it, uh, that we can go before they expect to get paid off and um, you know, what's the lowest price they'll take. Just right, All that is right down at the bottom of your script that's on your Gold Club site. It's the, house, it's the script to call free and clear houses. Um, and then Brian, I got a couple here from Brian Hargrove. Brian, you got a uh, no and you got a uh, yes. So the no you can just forget about and the yes on lease purchase, you got to follow up on that one. Well, that looks like a business, so I don't know what to comment on that one. He's got a business and a house in here. Um, and then I got one, another one you from you here that's got a uh, yes on owner financing, but Brian, we don't need to work on $13 million houses. I can tell you right now you're wasting your time on that one. Um, might as well work on some houses that we can get done, stay out of those houses that there's one buyer out of a million for out there on the market. Even with terms, a $13 million house is going to be incredibly difficult, if not impossible, to move right now. So work on something you can make some money on. All right, uh, Ariel, would you hang on there for a minute after we disconnect, please? Yeah. All right. All right, guys, well, uh, that's it for tonight. I appreciate your input. Um, the property information sheets have to be in my office by 4 o'clock on the night of the call, which is always the second Monday of every month at 7 p.m. And, uh, again, I do take them if they're not submitted, but I would really like to have the sheet in front of me when we talk about them. And if you had trouble getting on the call tonight and you sent some property information sheets, one of those folks I just talked about, Email my office and find out what the problem was. I don't know. Maybe you got the wrong code or something, but a lot of work went into getting these things. I would have, I would have uh, liked to talk to you about them. And if you um, want to discuss these property information sheets, email my office tomorrow, and maybe I can have uh, Lynette Wolf get back with you since um, the Wolfs are going to be in town here for the next two days, 
with my prop, my PPG group, which is a group of uh, investors that I work with. My students who are now partners are all meeting here for the next two days, and we're going to go through a bunch of leads and turn up a bunch of deals and see how much havoc we can create on houses all over the country. So with that said, I appreciate you tuning in. I'll see you uh, a month from now, if not before.